Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 126 of the JB Sism Show. My friends, today, I'm opening up the microphone, and I'm giving you my story on how I started writing, my journey through writing, and how I'm taking everything to the next level in the future. Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the land of 10,000 lakes, welcome to the J.B. Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now here's your host, Jason Sism. And taking everything to the next level is what I love to do each and every week here at jbsism.com. Well, my friends, my name is Jason Sism. Welcome to the show today. This show is designed and created to helping you find your voice so you can succeed in your family, your ministry, and your life. That's right, my friends. I want to help you get the tools that you need so you can transform lives and reach the world with the message that God has put on your heart. Well, have you ever had a dream where you've desired something bigger than yourself? You've worked hard, you strive for it, and you see part of your dream fulfilled, but now what? Do you want more? Well, my friends, in today's podcast episode, I'm opening up about my own personal journey of writing and how it's changed my life. You're going to hear stories of my friends and how they've touched my life and how kinship spurs you on to wanting to do more. Well, my friends, welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. Happy, happy day. And it truly is a happy day. Uh, This week actually is a pretty good week so far. And um, I, um, I had on Monday night a author signing event getting people to buy Christmas gifts or just a Christmas gift for themselves. More or less, that's what most people did. <laughs> uh, it was fun. Sat around a, a large room with a bunch of other fellow authors, many of whom are very, very dear and close friends of mine. And and it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, unfortunately, though, uh, I was supposed to have two of my books there. I only had one because the other shipment of my second book didn't get here in time. And I'm like, are you serious? It's not here yet? What? What is going on? So uh, I was assured by the company I would have the books by Monday, and I did not. They didn't arrive until about 8 o'clock yesterday or on Tuesday. So there you have it. I was... I was kind of disappointed and bummed because I wanted the I really wanted these books available um, on the table for purchase. But it is uh, it is good to have a hard version, hard copy version of my book. Grace, what's so amazing about it? I waited too long to putting this book together. So I finally decided, okay, now is the time to actually get this book, get this book written. So. Uh, not written, but typeset and out. So anyway, you can get a hold of any of my books on my website, jbcism.com forward slash products, jbcism.com forward slash products, and you can purchase any of my books right there. 
Um, the the paperback versions of all of my books are $9.99. Uh, the ebook versions for my book, Divine Providence, as well as my book, Grace, What's So Amazing About It, on the Amazon Kindle store are $3.99, but after the first of the year, it is going up to $4.99. So you're going to want to get a hold of that book, any of the books, really, before the price jacks up. So anyway, that is a little bit of news there. It was a fun week. I got the books. I'm happy. They turned out gorgeous. Oh, man, I, I, I've I been leafing through it and tested out a new um, typesetting program. It was a free typesetting program. Usually I do everything in Adobe InDesign, which <laughs> I love Adobe InDesign. It's a fantastic um, program. Uh, but I decided I'm going to give ReadC a try. Um, I'd heard a lot about ReadC over the last several months. And uh, ReadC, R-E-E-D-S-Y, ReadC. And um, uh, I used their typesetting program, and I kind of fumbled through it and got a beautifully typeset book. It, it, it looks great. And uh, it was a little difficult to try to figure it out, but the, the book is gorgeous, uh, inside and out. Uh, also, um, uh, I didn't like how they did the table of contents. I, uh, I could not customize my copyright page, and I didn't want their name on it. So um, I, I went to Adobe InDesign and created my front matter, and I put that in the front of the book, and... Um, yeah, I just deleted the other pages from ReadC and put in my own stuff. So it was a lot of fun. R-E-E-D-S-Y. It's a great, great resource. If you don't want to pay the money to have somebody typeset your book and you're, you're not sure on what to do, they do everything. They put the, the copyright page together, the front matter page. They'll, if you have an imprint that you've designed, you can even put your own imprint logo, which is pretty cool. Uh, right there on the front, uh, in the front matter. Um, uh, they will help you put together a an EndNote chapter so you can have any of your references there. Um, they will also uh, typeset it beautifully. You can get it in PDF so that you can send it to CreateSpace or use their own uh, printer or in Ingram Spark, whatever you want to do. Um, and then also, uh, you can download the epub and kindle version of uh, the dot mobi version of your book as well so it will do both a typeset for ebook and a typeset for pdf that you can upload to ingram spark create space lulu.com whatever printer you choose to use so it's a fantastic uh resource i, I encourage you to check it out they also have a plethora of uh fantastic, helpful articles on their website, on their blog. Um, they have courses that you can go through for free. They also have some paid courses you can go through as well. And then they also have an entire library of individuals who can help you. So if you need somebody to professionally typeset your book, you can find those people. You need cover design, you can find those people. But what they really are famous for and known for is the fact that they work with industry standard type, not typesetters, industry standard copy editors and editors of any kind, substantive edit, developmental edits, proofreaders. 
you can get everybody you need to help you get your book on the road to success right there on Reedsy. R-E-E-D-S-Y. I do not make a commission on that. I just loved it. And I want to pass on any resources that I find helpful and useful. And so I am in love with how they did um, the the book here. And so I love it so much. I'm actually going to be using their ebook version and updating my Kindle book. All right, that's enough uh, jabbering about all of that uh, for now. Um, anyway, today I, I really wanted to jump into uh, kind of my journey to um, writing. Uh, not that I really struggled with what to talk about today. I, I wanted to talk about my journey and I almost I, I almost chickened out and went with an older um, blog post that I was going to turn into a podcast episode. But being the fact that we've been talking about book writing lately and we've been talking about the NaNoWriMo experience and and, and I really want to just kind of bookend all of this talk lately about um, publishing and um, and writing your book. And I wanted to bookend it with my own journey because, because I believe that my journey is going to help any of you out there who are struggling with some of the same stuff that I struggled with. And, and, and you feel stuck. You feel lost. You, you don't know what you're going to be doing. You don't know where you're going to be going next. And you, you try and you fail and that's okay. But the goal is, as writers, is we need to kind of pick ourselves up and keep pressing on or keep pressing forward. So so I'm going to jump in here to the beginning of my journey. Um, I, I loved reading as a child. I read all the time. And in fact, I, I had this problem. <laughs> and my problem was I, I, I'm terrible at comprehension. I know that sounds weird because I'm always talking on the microphone. I'm always talking about reading. I'm always talking about comprehension. I'm always talking about um, taking everything that we do to the next level. Well, the deal is I'm terrible at comprehension. I suck at it. Um, and so what I would do is is I, I, I would do a lot of reading. And I would do a lot of reading out loud. Now, believe it or not, I read out loud all the time. I read out loud all the time, and it probably drives people around me nuts. <laughs> but I do. I read out loud all the time. And the goal is, is when you read out loud, you are actually opening your mind, and you're doing two things at once. One, you're reading. Two, well, three things, really. You're speaking what you're reading. And then four, or three, whatever number I'm on, you are <laughs> you you are hearing what you're speaking. Okay, so I guess you're doing three things. You're reading, you're speaking, and you're hearing. And 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 when you combine all of these things together, you find that you're going to have a better understanding of the material that you're reading. And so that's kind of what I did. I, I loved reading uh, as a kid and, and I, I wouldn't read kind of the, the kid books. I would read bigger adult books. And, and I, I remember one book I was reading. The book is at my office um, at, at the church, not here at home. But the, <laughs> this one book is written by a Greek scholar, a guy by the name of Warwick, Warwick Montgomery. Try saying that name five times fast. Warwick Montgomery. And, and he writes a lot of really good books. Okay, but when you are a seventh grader, 
Okay, I'm going to reiterate that. When you are a seventh grader, you're 13 years old, 14 at the most. I was, I was, uh, I was 14 because I was held back a year. So you're, you're like 14 years old and holy crap, you're deciding to read this book and do a book report on it. Now, this book is about a thousand pages filled with Greek, filled with scholarly knowledge, very literary, very college level. I didn't understand a word. And I don't know why I chose to do this book. And and finally, I'm sitting there reading and I'm getting frustrated. And and I chucked the book across the room. Now, at this point, my dad had walked up the steps and he goes, Jason, what's going on? And I said, I can't read this book. And he goes, what book are you reading? And he's like, oh, my gosh, Jason, what is wrong with you? <laughs> he didn't say it quite that way, but that's how it felt. Jason, why are you reading this book? And and he goes, you don't have to read it. And I'm like, I do. I got to write this report. And oh, my gosh. And I'm like crying. I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm starting to hyperventilate, having this panic attack. And my dad's like, listen, put the book away and just find another book. So that's what I did. I went to the college. I went to the college. Holy crap. I went to the school and um, returned the book and I grabbed a different book and I grabbed a book that I have loved and I have read more times than I can count. Ended up buying the book or mom and dad got me the book. I can't remember how it was. Probably they got it for me. A book called The Oath by Frank Peretti. Now this is about a 600 page novel, but I love the book. I've probably read it two dozen or more times. I, I, I'm thinking about rereading the book again because it's a fantastic book. One of my favorite books. Loved it. So I always found myself coming back to fiction, coming back to stories, coming back to the power of the written word. And so I began this journey of wanting to write a book. And I remember when I was in eighth grade, my buddy and I, we decided we're going to write a book. And I'm not going to tell you what the name of the book is because um, it is a book that is currently in the work. So this childhood idea is going to become a book. So I'm not going to tell you what it is. But anyway, this this idea, um, you know, we wanted to, it was a prison break story. So if you liked prison break, you're going to like this book when I officially, officially write it. It was a prison break story. And my my buddy and I, we we were going to write this book and we were going to um, kind of get get the ball rolling. And so I was like, yay, I'm going to write a book. First chance ever. And and then I ended up leaving the school <laughs> at the end of my eighth grade year. I left the school. My mom brought me home because they just couldn't simply afford it any longer. It was getting too expensive. And so I. I uh, was homeschooled the rest of my uh, my high school years. And now I stayed connected with the school. So I still did the band there. I still uh, did a couple other classes there. And so I would travel uh, to the school. It was about an hour and a half drive for me uh, to where the school was. Uh, don't ask me why we chose that school. Hour and a half away. But um, so I, I would go there maybe once a week or twice a week or whatever it was. Uh, for some of these classes, and um, and I would only be at the school for 
maybe an hour or two, you know, um, a week. So I still stay connected with my class, even though um, I was homeschooled. And then I ended up graduating with my class. And my buddy and I, we just reconnected on uh, Facebook. So that was kind of fun. Uh, lost contact uh, after graduation. Um, and that was kind of that. But um, but the book kind of remained in the back of my head. And, and I always wanted to write a book. I always wanted to see my name on a cover, etc. And and this desire just wouldn't go away. And so I I started conjuring up all these different stories, all these different ideas. And I'm like, well, what if I write this story? Or what if I write this story? And so I attempted. So I, I, I finally get to college. I'm in college now. And it's, a you know, my freshman year. And I'm like, I'm going to attempt to write a book while in college. Stupid idea. I know. Don't just stop. Stop. I can hear you yelling at your car speakers. I can't hear you. And uh, yeah, so trying to do this in college, not a very smart idea. But I started writing this this novel. <clears throat> I get do- I get done with the third chapter and I realize I'm halfway done with the book. <laughs> the book was almost completed in its story and I was like in the third chapter so I had no idea what I was doing. So my one of my college professors said it was good. It was a good start and that was kind of the end of that. So I didn't know I didn't know what to do with it. Uh still don't know what to do with it. Probably will never see the light of day. <laughs> um and, and and so I just kind of said, you know what? I'm 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 gonna keep trying. I'm gonna find a story that's going to work. I'm gonna I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep trying because the goal is writers. And, and and I want you to listen to this very carefully. The goal of writing is to keep writing until something works because you're going to have a lot of ideas that are going to go flashing through your mind. You're going to have a lot of things that are going to be welling up on the inside of you, but not everything is book material. Not everything is going to come out. And, and, and here's the thing. I heard James Patterson say this. And I wholeheartedly agree. The stories that stick with you and the stories that you can't get rid of out of your soul, those are the stories that need to be written. And and that's why this childhood idea, uh, when I was in seventh grade, of writing this book, the story has not left my mind at all. And so I know that story's got to be written I just need to sit down and write it. I'm in the working on a couple other projects right now, so it's still a ways off. Might be a couple of years yet, but I, I'll be writing the story eventually. You know, so so the story ideas that stick with you, those are the ones you want to write. And you're going to find as you're in the outlining stage, it may work and you may have a full blooded outline ready to begin writing your story. And, and if you kind of really want to know about outlining, I encourage you to listen to my four-part series on how to write a book the right way. Um, so what I want you to do is go to jbcism.com, jbcism.com forward slash write now. So jbcism.com forward slash write now. And right is spelled W-R-I-T-E and then now, N-O-W. So jvcism.com, right 
now, and you're going to see four, a four-part series on how to write your book the right way. This was given on the podcast here, and you're going to fall in love with this series because I walk you through step-by-step how to write your book uh, the right way. And, uh, and I talk about outlining, and I really focus on, on taking your outlining to the next level. So you're going to want to write if you want to write, you're going to want to listen to this this series. It's a four-part series, about two hours, two and a half hours of content. So you're not going to want to miss out on that. So, uh, so you know, all that being said, my desire to write a book continued to grow, and so I started writing this other this other book, and it was great. It was you know, alien abductions, and it was going to be kind of the sci-fi fantasy wrapped in the world of Left Behind. I don't know if you remember those books by Jerry Jenkins. It was a big thing. And so I'm like, I'm going to jump on this bandwagon. I'm going to write this story. And I get about 40,000 words in and I have no idea where the story's going. So the story kind of fizzled and died. And and um, and I really, even though it sits there, it's like, oh, I would love to see this come to fruition. And then it's like, I don't know what I'm doing with it. <laughs> So there we go. And and so it fizzled. And and I want to let you know it's okay. It's okay if you have a book idea that kind of dies and fizzles out. It's okay to have something and then have nothing. The goal is as writers if you really want to take your ideas, take your dreams and dream something bigger than yourself, you have to work hard. You have to perfect your craft. You have to work, work, and work until you can't work anymore. <clears throat> and, and, and I'm being very honest. Because the more you perfect your craft, the more you're going to churn out stuff that's going to be garbage. But then you're going to find in the midst of the garbage, you're going to find these little gems that you're going to pull out and you're going to be able to draft an entire book. And because of that, I have been able to write two books based upon this idea that 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 you have called out. You know, you you have massaged, you have worked, and you've called out of this stuff a beautiful gem that you can call a book. And because of that, I have written two books that are published a third book that has finally been written and the goal is hopefully in the next few months it'll be ready for publication and I will have another book out there for you to enjoy so so you're going to work you're going to work a lot you're going to work hard and you're going to be able to pull these gems out of the the mountains of ideas that you have and you're going to eventually find something that's going to work and so that's what happened to me in in about the winter of 2008, uh, I had to take a pay cut at work, and and so I didn't have a lot of money for Christmas. And so I decided, well, I'm going to write a, a short story for my family and frame it and give it to them. You know, I was thinking it's only going to cost me about 100 bucks to do all of this. And I was thinking, well, this is going to be fun because then I'll burn the edges of the paper and frame it, and it's going to be great. So I was thinking it's going to be this short, cute little story. I get about 20 pages in 
you know, 20 pages, double spaced Microsoft Word pages in. And I realized I had something here. So I stopped writing and I quickly mapped out just bullet points for the rest of the story. And then I went to town and I started writing. And and I, I want to tell you, I wrote this book in about three weeks working late into the night. I would sit at my computer at the church office sometimes until 2 a.m., 3 a.m. writing. And I finally get the book written, and I was in love with it. I thought it was a fantastic story. And and so I, I took the time. I typeset it in Microsoft Word, believe it or not, and then I went to Lulu.com, I uploaded it, I printed it, and I gave it to my family for a Christmas gift. And I gave it to a bunch of other people for Christmas as well. And I'm here to tell you that book, as badly written as it was, got a lot of praise from my friends. Because one, they believed in my dream enough to praise the fact that I had completed a writing project, something I never thought I would ever be able to do. And I wrote this book, you know, it was about 20,000 word novella and just barely scratching the, the surface of a novella. <laughs> and, and I fell in love with the story. I fell in love with the characters and I cried when I wrote the book. And I, and I remember when that box came and I opened up the box for the first time and saw my printed book with my name on it. A printed book with my name on it. My name. Nobody else's name. Not John Grissom's name. Not, you know, Michael Connolly's name. Not Ted Decker. Not James Patterson. You know... Not Michael Crichton, but my name, J.B. Sism. And I went with J.B. Sism because I liked not only the sound of it, but I did it in honor of my dad. My dad always wanted me to go by the name J.B. And so I used the name J.B. Sism as my writer's name to honor my dad, and I use it because I just like the sound of it. So there you go. So J.B. Sism is my name. That's why the name of the show is the J.B. Sism Show. That's why the name of um, my website is J.B. Sism. Because I'm honoring my dad and I'm honoring the fact that my first book that I ever wrote had the name J.B. Sism on it. Now, here's the deal. That book, that book got turned into the book that is available on my website called Divine Providence. The book was initially uh, originally called The Snow Globe, and, well, there you have it. I changed the name to Divine Providence, and it is available for purchase. You can get it for $9.99 on the website, or you can go to Amazon.com and get it for $3.99 as an ebook. Just remember, the price will go up after the first of the year, so there you go. So when I when I told a good writer friend of mine, you know, best-selling author friend of mine, we're in the same organization together, Ministerial Association. Um, 
I told her I had finished my manuscript and she goes, oh, that is wonderful. She goes, now I, I have a group of people that you will very much want to meet. Uh, it's a group called the Minnesota Christian Writers Guild. And I'm like, the who and the what and the where? <laughs> and she goes, it is the Minnesota Christian Writers Guild. You're going to want to go there and you're going to want to sign up. It's like at the time it was $30 a year. It was incredibly inexpensive. And and she goes, you're going to want to go because you're going to learn so much about writing. And let me tell you, I have been going since spring of 2009. Spring of 2009. It hasn't quite been 10 years yet. I've made a lot of good friends. And, and out of that guild, I've written two books. I've written well, three books, technically. One's not published yet. And so I am now sitting on the board of directors for the Minnesota Christian Writers Guild, and I couldn't be happier. You know, I'm glad she pushed me to join. She would talk to me for at least a good year and a half. You got to go, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go. So I finally went, and I went to one of the last meetings of the year, and, and I fell in love with it, and I learned more about writing in that one two-hour session that I sat in than I ever thought possible. And I ended up meeting two beautiful and wonderful ladies, a lady by the name of Susan Campbell, who has now sadly gone home to be with the Lord. She died um, not long after my wife and I had married. Um, and so it was, it was super sad, uh, and, and I just... You know, the thing is with Susan, she always brought this this ray of sunshine into the guild, and she encouraged me to get my book edited. She encouraged me to get my book finalized and finished. Susan was an inspiration. She always had something that she was sharing. She always had a smile on her face, and she always encouraged people, keep writing and keep writing your dream. You know, you're doing good. I'm proud of you. You keep doing it. You keep doing it. And, and she would say that to me month after month after month until her passing. And, and during that time as well, I ended up meeting um, my good friend Dolores Topliff. Uh, Dolores is a wonderful, wonderful lady. She she sat down with me with my first book and she she gave me story ideas she she helped me do some of the editing to the book and um you know and most of it was story driven it wasn't necessarily figuring out the commas and stuff like that it was she helped me figure out the story helped me figure out you know what makes a story work and and why you should be descriptive and why you should um, you know, pull the reader into the story instead of you telling the story to the reader. And and Dolores has been a very, very good and dear friend of mine. I've watched her publish several books. I've seen her win awards with um, a manuscript that is she's working on getting published. And so, you know, it's it's been fun to watch her career as she's watching me at the beginning of mine. And and it's been and it's been a joy 
uh, to, to know her. And, and so after she helped me, you know, I had uh, somebody else go through, you know, work with me on some of the copy editing and then ended up publishing in the spring, no, the spring, the winter, I guess it was the winter of 2010, November, 2010, I published divine providence and, and I am so glad that I published divine providence because that book gave me the courage to write Grace, What's So Amazing About It. And I ended up publishing Grace. I ended up publishing Grace uh, in 2015, so five years after my first, um, my first book. And now it's going to be three years since that, that, that book, and I'll have my, uh, my third book out. So, you know, it's been a fun, fun journey. And, and I've met so many great people along the way. You know, and the thing is, the goal for you as a writer is to keep working on your dream. Keep pushing forward into your dreams for tomorrow because your dreams will eventually come to fruition with hard work, dedication, and you keep moving forward. You don't stop. You write your book. Get it out into the world because I guarantee you, when you see your book sitting in that box and you pull it out of that cellophane wrapping for the first time, and you hold and you smell the pages, you are transformed. And you never want to be without a published book ever again. And so it's it, it's a lot of work, but you can do it. I mean, it's kind of, it reminds me of um, my, my late friend, uh, Keith Johnson. Uh, Keith was a longtime member of the Writers Guild. He was uh, uh, on the board of directors as well. And sadly, you know, a few years ago, he went home to be with the Lord Jesus, and um, and, and that was that was just heartbreaking because Keith became such a good friend of mine, and and we pushed each other. And and I I would ask him every month, "How's your book coming? How's your book coming?" You know, are, are you getting it done? And and he would say, yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. How's your book coming? And I said, well, you know, it's coming. And he was so proud of me when, when I, um, you know, published my first book. He was one of the first people to congratulate me. And, um, and, and, and eventually, eventually he published the book that he had worked for so many years on. And it wasn't long after he published his book that he ended up going home to be with the Lord. So his legacy is now written down for the world to see. And that's what a book can do. And and that pushed me to get my second book published. It's pushed me, you know, these friends have pushed me to, to write my third book. You know, the journey this year has been been a fun journey because I have decided to change how I'm approaching writing. I've decided to change how I'm approaching this. And my goal is to take everything I'm learning and teach it as well as put it to practice. And I and I gotta tell you, when I when I took this idea of outlining to the next level and learned some of this stuff from James Patterson, learned it from some others. Uh, in in the Writers Guild, I 
I took it to heart and I began putting it into practice. And in about 45 days, I wrote over 50,000 words in about 45 days. That's a lot of words in 50 days. 50,000 words, 45 to 50 days, something like that. And and I got to tell you, it was a relief to finally type the end at the end of my chapters. And then I realized I deleted the end and I wrote a prologue, you know, an epilogue, but whatever. I changed my approach to writing and I now have a system in place where I can start writing books and I can actually start getting the stuff that's in my heart out onto paper. And the goal is if you listen to what I have to say, if you listen to the strategies and my story, I hope it's encouraging enough to you to where you want to turn off this podcast and open your computer and start writing your book. I want you to have your dream come true because dreams do come true. They can fill you with joy and gladness and happiness. And and I want you to see your dream. I want you to, to hold in your hands a printed book, something that is tangible, something that is beautiful, something that you poured your heart and your soul and your time into, something that you can say, you know, to your future generations, look what I did. You can accomplish your dream too. That's what it's all about. So dreams do come true. You just have to have a system in place to help you get there. And I've developed this system and um, I'm eventually going to be creating an entire course to helping you walk from idea to a printed book you know, within a year's time. And so I want to help you get your dreams a reality. But right now I have these four podcast episodes uh, available. JBCism.com forward slash right now. W-R-I-T-E-N-O-W. JBCism.com forward slash right now. Listen to these four podcast episodes. I want you to get them into your heart because I walk you through step-by-step how I wrote my manuscript. The one I just finished. I walk you step-by-step how I've done it and and what I did to get that done. So you're not going to want to miss these episodes. Eventually, the page is going to be turned into something different where you'll be able to purchase a course where I comprehensive. I walk you hand-in-hand all the way through The four podcast episodes will probably always still be available for download on the page, but, um, you know, at least, at least right now, this is what I'm giving you to help you fulfill the dream that God has placed on the inside of you. Because I know if you take the time, if you take the time to write your book, write your heart, write your soul onto these pages, I guarantee you that you're going to walk away and you're going to want to do it again and again and again and again. Well, my friends, I hope you found my story encouraging and exciting as I have. You can find the full show notes of today's episode at jbcism.com forward slash 126. jbcism.com forward slash one, two, six. And don't forget to check out these four episodes at jbcism.com forward slash right 
now and do me this favor tell somebody about the show i want to help more people fulfill their dreams and write the book that god has placed on the inside of them all right my friends god bless go write your book live your dream and i'll see you right here at jbsism.com next week love you guys bye-bye for now Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.